Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, and today's episode is going to be really rich because today I have with me Christina Bolt, who is a money mindset mentor. Before we hit the recording, we already had on so many things in common. I hope you are watching the YouTube because you will see how beautiful our environment is and how we are both plants and nature lovers. So, Christina, thank you so much for creating the time and space and and being here today. I'm really excited to be diving in. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. And um, I know right before I hit the record button, I ask you the magical question. If you could be anywhere in the world, where would it be? And you were a little bit hesitant. It was like, oh, so many places, but right now, but let's take you just for a moment. Let's go on a beautiful beaches of Asia. Let's take you just for a moment. So if you please allow me and just for a second, just for a moment, close your eyes and take a deep breath and Relax in the knowingness that this time it's your time. And imagine you're walking in your beautiful, long, light blue dress on the beach, on the shore, white beach. And the sand is warm, just perfect temperature. Just the slight wind touching your hair and you're smiling. When you're looking on your right, you see the beautiful crystal blue ocean. And in the very far, far away, you can see a whales jumping up. And it makes you so happy to be alive. And when you look on your left, you see a beautiful jungle and blooming flowers. And you can even smell the flowers reaching you. You're walking and smiling. And as you walk on this beach, you see a little girl sitting on the sand and playing with the shells, building her own castle. And because there is no one else, just a little bit further, there is a group of people and it's just far enough to enjoy this beautiful atmosphere. You sit down with her and give her one beautiful white huge shell so she can put it in her castle. You smile at her. She smiles at you and she asks you, who are you? 
What is the one thing you want her to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. I would say I'm your friend and if you choose, so your guide. Hmm. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful, Christina. Thank you for sharing that. And I truly believe that when we all look back, don't we sometimes wish we would have that guide? I know we have like parents, we have teachers, but don't we sometimes wish we had the guide on our journey who could show us what the real life is, not what we are taught it is? Definitely. And I also do know that we always have the guide with us. And what I'm seeing now, this is a very interesting question, Pedia, is, is that I have a daughter uh, and she's seven. And I'm seeing, I'm reliving my, my childhood through her, which is a great gift that we parents have through our kids. So I can see through her eyes what I didn't see through my own eyes at those particular moments when I was maybe feeling guided, but then the education, the way we were raised, the way we were oriented, (laughs) directed into this world, made us not listen that much to the guidance that we were receiving. On the other hand, as a more conscious, I I hope so, parent right now, I can see how my daughter is making choices. And sometimes I am asking her, why did you choose so? Because I would like her to become aware of where her guidance is coming from. And she's telling me that's how I felt or, you know, where when she's... um, making choices around, uh, around, um, she did something uh, recently. I was, I was with pain. (laughs) I have to tell you. And in the neck. So she started massaging exactly in that point. And (laughs) coincidence or not, I started feeling very, very relieved. And I asked her, why did you start massaging me? And she said, that's how I felt. And I said, that's a wonderful way of, you know, of listening what you are feeling because it was, it really worked. And I feel that if we do encourage as parents, our kids, they will get more connected to this guidance that in fact it's always available to them. That is so beautiful. And I just love it, Christine. I really want to acknowledge you as this conscious parent and really guiding your daughter into being connected to herself because it's only when we connect with ourselves, we can really connect with others. So it's, it's really beautiful, you know, and I, I also want to agree with, we always have a guide when we choose to look at it this way on our journey. But I believe that if our parents, our conscious parents, awake parents, parents who can guide us to ourselves and to our truth and really celebrate our uniqueness instead of trying to trying us to fit so we feel good. It's so beautiful. And I feel like many of my clients are moms. So I can see it, how aware they are and how much they really desire for their kids to be expansive and express themselves. And is that something that you have experienced when you were growing up, Christina? 
Well, I think that it's a different generation with a different consciousness. I think that all our parents, hopefully all of them or most of them did their best, right? They did what they knew how to do um, based on what they were raised like and based on the consciousness that they had access to. So most probably even with that, most of us did not get very educated into being aware uh, choosing consciously, being in contact with our emotions, being in contact with our intuition. It was just not part of the culture, mm. right? And I, I feel that this happened to me and most probably to most of the people in your tribe and listening right now. Mm. Now, that was a reality. Now, the reality that we are experiencing is one of our, our awakening, I feel. Awakening to 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 our essence to who we are and this is a gift for our, our ourselves that we are receiving but it's also a gift that we are sharing with our kids that obviously <laughs> i don't think anyone has any doubts but become really much more uh, gifted come here much more gifted much more anchored and connected to their inner guidance and to their consciousness and awareness they are great teachers right when you accept them as teachers and start paying attention to what is being shown in front of your eyes and what is growing in front of your eyes so i feel that it's different roles in different parts of the story our parents did what they could but i feel that we can much better right now because we are accessing a different level of consciousness and hopefully our kids will be even better and even more conscious and powerful parents to their kids and to the next generations in fact i have no doubts yes yeah no i i absolutely agree and i don't know if you read the book uh from pita kelly the earth is hiring it's really beautiful book it's so beautiful it's like she basically wrote it for millennials but anyone can really read it and when she was writing it she was writing it that book when she was pregnant to her a little daughter and she was mentioning like she was calling her their start seat and it's so beautiful to be bringing and really like acknowledging the the old you know like you said the old paradigm like our parents did the best they could like my mom had no idea about personal development she was raised in um surviving right because my grandma was raised and born in world war ii and many of our parents or grandparents were so they were living in a survivor mode there was no like oh you could be thriving you could be yourself you can be abundantly paid to be you right it's like no put your head down go work make some money and stay safe right so mm. keeping us safe so i feel like our generation it's it's now I want to say like breaking the rules, you know, what was old and really like creating a new ways of thinking and being. And uh, it's so beautiful to see what world we can create for our kids. So when you were, um, is, is your daughter the only one? child you have yeah she is <laughs> she oh, beautiful is, she is. beautiful seven years old it's such a beautiful age you know like really like already like starting to have like her ideas about the world and everything and I wonder Christina how did you get on your path to be you know money mindset mentor like what stories ha you had to rewrite about your 
you know, money mindset that you are now teaching? I had to rewrite so much. <laughs> so I will be sharing um, the biggest ones, right? The biggest areas where I had to rewire myself. Uh, just as a short background story, this it was more this this path that chose me than me choosing this path because what I knew in the beginning was that I wanted to help people, but I didn't have any clear idea how. And then I realized that I had invested a lot of time and money into my training and <laughs> getting really knowledgeable about coaching, but there was surprisingly not a huge line of people <laughs> waiting for my services and waiting for me at my door so then that became quite a quite a frustrating experience and no matter how much i was doing it seemed like not enough it seemed like there was something that i was missing and i'm sure that everyone <laughs> or many people are 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 <laughs> yeah are feeling uh, like it sounds like a familiar story right yeah. so then i realized that there the missing part was the mindset but even knowing that and being even being a coach or trained as a coach i couldn't really understand what part of the mindset was not working so I started really a quest it was a more personal quest so it was first to help myself and then I started being obsessed <laughs> with the quest itself and with the journey and discovering the answers and then I little by little with lots of trial and error I, dis I, I discovered what is working for me and then I realized that I could teach those things also to the people that were starting to become my clients and those exactly things were working for them. And then I realized the, the thing that, or the biggest thing that the biggest shift that my clients are, are having is around money and about around their capacity to turn their businesses and passion projects into success. So in the end, it was something that chose me. I just, in a way, I just follow my, my passion. I follow what was exciting me and discovered what was at the end of that road or not at the end but what that road was about right and I'm, i i believe that probably this will change i believe that purpose or the way we perceive our purpose is always growing is evolving as we are evolving but this is my obsession and my passion right now now answer to answer the part of the question around what were the biggest shifts <laughs> well i believe and i i'm pretty sure that you feel the same that this journey the entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey is actually the best or one of the best self-development journeys that we can put ourselves through right it's so different when you are having this online business than when you are building the offline even. Mm -hmm. I think that even the offline entrepreneurship is quite challenging and tests some limitations and makes you improve yourself. But I feel that especially the online world where you get access to so much reach, but at the same time, there is so much noise, right? And you have to stand out. And the only way to stand out is through your energy. And in order to stand out through your energy, you have to master your energy. So then you have no other choice but to start molding, playing, and learning how to better shape <laughs> and work with your energy. So 
maybe in this journey, the biggest shifts were around my confidence, around how I was perceiving myself, how I was perceiving then my value and consequently the value of my work so that I could beam out that <laughs> value and those those beliefs and that certainty and that confidence also in my relationship with my, my audience, with my tribe, right? People are buying our certainty. People are buying our mm. confidence. People are buying our presence because they want to have something similar. It's like, I always explain it like this. It's like you are beaming the light and then the butterflies are coming to the light because they want some of that light, right? Mm. So I feel that that was probably the most important shift, the most important change around me redefining consciously the way I feel about myself. And I feel that this is also the most important gift that people who are connected to me start giving themselves, redefining who they are and the way they are feeling about themselves so that then they can upgrade, shift, elevate the way they feel about their work and the way they relate to their work and present that work and present themselves and their work to the Mm. world. Oh my goodness. I agree with everything so wholeheartedly. That's why I renamed my podcast to be unapologetically, you know, like unapologetically abundant because I learned also on my journey that to be really fulfilled in your life. And I'm not talking about like superficial success, like achieving and checking off, you know, your goals, but to really feel in love with yourself and with your life, you get to be yourself. And you really get to, like you said, oh my gosh, I love it so much. People buy your confidence. That's what I always tell my clients. There are gazillion of other service providers and coaches and everything. People will buy you because of your energy and the life you are living. Like I told you, um, just when we jump on the call, I said like, oh my gosh, where in the world do you live? Because there are beaches everywhere. <laughs> I want to be on the beach. You see what I mean? So it's like, It's not just putting a highlights online, but this is me. This is how I live. This is the life that I have created. And you can create the life that it's true to you only by being unapologetically you because there is no one like you. And that's when the right people start to gravitate to you. And that's when you become the way shower. And it's so easy because like when you started and I did the same, I had social media marketing agency and I was like chasing and hustling and working really hard. And I did make the money, but I'm like, I'm working seven days a week. I'm always with my phone on my hand. There is no time off no time off. I was falling asleep in my phone. I was like, is this it? Okay. I'm entrepreneur, but I'm miserable. So it became easy when I became myself because I didn't have to chase. I just get to show up and it's so beautiful. I truly believe that when you declare your desires, the whole universe will conspire. And I always laugh about it, but I say like people come from the bushes, people come from the jungle. Like you're like, where did you come from? You know, like people connecting with you through other people and referrals and people who are watching you for years and they're like, okay, enough, it's enough. Like I got to talk with her. And it's you embracing your, like your uniqueness. So I'm really happy, Christina, that you did it and that you did follow that curiosity and what really excited you because that's what people really want. 
people don't care about facts. You know, people care about your energy and how you make them feel. And like what, what energy you're sending out there because they want to be around you. And if you're working your booty off and you don't stop and you're tired and frustrated, I don't want that in my life. Not me. Absolutely. One thing that I would add here that I think that is very relevant to this conversation is also the concept of energetic deciding and conscious (laughs) intentional creation, which means many or most of my clients, I'm saying the high level clients because I don't get to speak with, you know, people who are buying my courses, but the high level clients that are coming my way when we are speaking about how they discovered me, 99% of them are, are telling me that they just kind of found me. They don't even remember exactly how, but then they just felt guided to listen to more. And then the more they were listening or the more they were reading, there was like a soul connection. And I'm always smiling because since the in the last two years, I decided something and I am continuously, regularly redeciding it, which is my soulmate clients are being guided to me and they are reaching out to me because there is a soul recognition that happens instantly. And this is being reflected over and over and over again by my clients and how they describe the moment of them entering my world. So I think it's one thing and it's important to have a authentic presence because that's how your people get to see you, right? That's how they get to recognize you. But at the same time, it's so important the way you program your presence and your space and how you decide energetically that the reality will be working like for you. I think it's, it's, a, it's an important reminder that we get to choose how people are entering in our world, how rapidly they, they are reaching out, how they are connecting with us, how they are feeling in our presence. We get to choose all that so mm-hmm. that the, 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 the connection with our soul tribe is happening without resistance with our, our resistance because we consciously are removing all the blocks. That's so beautiful. I, I absolutely love that. And like you said, like it's it's all about like declaring that, right? So would you say that if people wanna wanna create like this mantra or declaration, would you do it through visualization? Would you do it through journaling? Like how would you declare this and how do you sometimes we overthink the wording, right? Like how how do I say it? How do I write it? So it's right, right? Right. And this is the part where people are complicating it all <laughs> because we need procedures. We need frameworks. I'm a very um, flexible coach from this point of view. I, I, I will never tell my clients it has to be this way because only this way it's the way that it's working. I always give my clients options. And I encourage them to find a way that works for them. So it can be through visualization. It can be through meditation. It can be just through stepping into the feeling. It can be through journaling. It can be through um, 
People are putting, for instance, our programming reminders on their phone. It can be through so many, it can be through declaration, just like walking and repeating that in your head and stepping into the feelings of it. For those who want, for instance, to practice more the feelings and the state of energetic deciding, there is a, a meditation, a free meditation. So it's a free resource on my website and they can access it. But there are all the ways, all these ways in which they can practice in their own way that works for them, the energetic deciding. That's so beautiful. So would the same work for money, Christina? Because I know that on my own journey, I I had to go way back into what was my relationship with money, you know? What, what did I believe about money? And there were many things that I've discovered that I never, ever, ever thought about before until I was like over 30 years old. And it's just when I started this journey, you know, we, we started peeling off these layers. And um, I realized throughout my journey that... I wanted to be financially independent and I was always taking care of everybody financially because my dad left my mom for somebody younger. My grandpa left my grandma for somebody else. So I was thinking it's because women are weak unless they will take care of the men. And if you take care of the men, the men will have to stay. So that was my reality for three decades. I took care of all of my exes, you know? So Lucky them. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, journey, you know, it was, it was just needed on my journey. But I realized that just recently, like maybe four years ago, you know, and it was such a big aha moment for me. So... I don't know if back then, let's say five, 10 years ago, if I would decide money comes to me easily from expected and unexpected sources, which is one of my favorite easy affirmations, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know if that would work because even if the money would come to me, I would spend it on everyone and everybody because I wanted to feel valued and loved. Absolutely. So first of all, if you had big... um, negative beliefs around your worthiness and your capacity to receive that affirmation wouldn't have worked (laughs) or even worse could take you even on the opposite direction because when we are trying to squeeze something that is in complete dissonance with what is already there (laughs) the subconscious is just kicking it out like almost you are, you are receiving money easily and effortlessly. For, you are receiving money, you know, it's the fuck of it because you, you are not receiving anything. And then it's almost like a violent kick out. Like we don't accept this. This is a real lie. So then you start feeling bad inside of you because you feel like you are trying to lie yourself. And why would you do that? Because it's not working anyway. If your level of resistance is lower, so you don't have such a, radical rejection, you might start seeing results from repeating or stepping into this energy of receiving. But then there are two different set points. One is for receiving and one is for having. And if you are up level in your receiving, but you are not up level in your having, then you will be receiving and sending the money away. Mm. So this works a little bit hand in hand because you're having 
was was programmed by your other set of beliefs around what having means you see so i believe as a concept and as a principle in fact it's really important to first clean the closet so that you make room for the new wardrobe. <laughs> Otherwise, it will enter in there whatever can enter and whatever you squeeze in and all the rest will just fall out or fall away simply. And no matter how many times you are trying to push it inside, it will just fall out mm-hmm. again and again and again. And you just stay in a frustrating experience and then comes the conclusion, this is not working for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and I and I love that analogy because I used analogy of like old like overflowing wallet, right? Like if it's overflowing with all the receipts and all the things, you cannot add really anything else, anything new. So really clearing up the closet, like you said first. Are there any of your favorite exercises that really helps you to bring all the old on the light? Because like I said, for me, like this was new. I did didn't never think about that. So what do you feel are some of the exercises that girls can start doing if they're like, okay, enough, it's enough. I want to clear my closet. I want a new like coming in what they can do. Well, I think that the most important part is to start being aware because you cannot move from somewhere if you don't know where you are at (laughs) or you are just moving chaotically and not necessarily in the direction that you want. So I think that the the first step is starting to step into more awareness around what is the energy that they've been playing with around money. You were saying, I've been playing these patterns without even knowing it because we are so used to them. They are so normal for us that we are not even realizing that it's just a set of patterns that are repeating the same and same old, same old experiences. Only when we start paying attention, we discover what is happening in there in the back office of our mind and life, right? So it's important to step into this awareness and exercises or a simple question, a simple way to do, to do it is by asking yourself, what is that, what are the reasons that I, 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 am, I am using as excuses or what are the reasons why I feel I can't receive or I can't have what I want, the money that I want, the income goal that I want. What, what are the reasons? And just make a list. Like, <laughs> it, let it be, let it pour, whatever it is, whatever is coming up, even if it's silly, even if it's crazy, even if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't really matter. If it comes up, it means that you are holding it, you know, corner of your mind right so it exists it needs to be acknowledged and dealt with so once you have that list you can start going through it and you will be noticing that some of the reasons or some of the things stories that came up there are simply lies so then just by acknowledge them as lies you can already start dissolving from their power over you and then there will be another part of the stories that feel even like true, right? Like, I don't know, I don't know enough or I'm not good enough. People, when they are telling themselves these kind of stories, they, they kind of feel that that is true. It's the truth to them. So then the next step I would say would be to just think, okay, what is a more empowering story? 
what is the better version of this story that I can tell myself right now and would make me feel better, would make me feel more empowered. And attention here, this means that we are not going from I'm really bad with money, <laughs> right, to I'm an excellent manager. <laughs> money flows to me abundantly because again, the, the mind will just reject that. I'm always uh, recommending a gradual upgrade of the beliefs in the sense of from I'm, I'm really, you know, bad with money to I now start becoming better and better when it comes to my finance. Yeah, I'm, start, I'm starting to receive more and more. And when you feel comfortable with the energy of that level and you kind of identify yourself with, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm starting to receive more and more and more effortlessly. I'm becoming a better manager of my money, etc., etc. You can upgrade from there into it becomes effortlessly. <laughs> I'm now an amazing manager of my money. Money comes to me all the time. Money loves me. You know, I'm a money magnet because now you are not going to reject that next level. You already went and got closer to it. So it always depends when I'm working directly with my clients, it always depends where they are starting from. And it's important to, you know, start from where you are, <laughs> not to try to burn stages. When I am working with them through a course, because I have a whole course exactly on money mindset reset, I am telling or showing more in details, but essentially what we were speaking about, how they can upgrade gradually. So then their subconscious mind can accept the new programs mm -hmm. and little by little take themselves to where they want <laughs> to arrive. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot say like from I'm broke into I'm a millionaire. Your subconscious mind will be like, that's a BS. What are you talking about? That's not true. And we'll just completely dismiss it. But creating like believable affirmations, creating believable mantras, creating a believable, like you said, gradual steps, it's going to be so important in, in the journey. Like you said, first recognize where you are, having the awareness of where you are, and then starting to clear up the space so more money can come to you it's so beautiful and i always tell my clients to do a money dates like acknowledge where you are i've been ignoring where i was with the money because it just wasn't comfortable but right. it's you cannot keep ignoring it because whatever you resist will persist so most of us want to upgrade our lives so this is such a beautiful beautiful exercise christina and i wanted to ask you also you know, to be this, you know, like you said that you get to really master your energy to be where you are. What are some of your daily routines that you do that help you with mastering your energy? So <laughs> this is a question that I got asked quite, quite often. And the first part of the answer is that my routines are quite fluid in the sense of, I, I, I like I like spontaneity yeah. and I am a very creative person so just repeating the same thing over and over <laughs> would not work for me even if I do acknowledge that repeating the same things and the same routines <laughs> can work for other people but what I do do cons consistently is to to have as, as sacred the start of my mornings yeah. and I know that I will not do anything 
in order to get into the spinning reactive mode before I ground myself. So I would say I ground myself, I either journal, I either meditate, I either listen to um, some activations, I either listen to anything that is inspiring me, really. Sometimes it's just reading something that inspires me, like one more page from that book or listening or finalizing that inspirational video, whatever it is that lifts my, my energy. And then once I feel that I am in the right energy, sometimes, most of the times, not always though, I would write, I would journal, right? And I would journal a lot also about my vision so that I tune into the frequency of what I, I want to create. And then from that place, what I'm encouraging always, also my clients, is to create the message that they want to share, if they want to share anything for that day. That's the place where I am creating, where I'm writing my offers, sales pages, um, posts for the day. So whatever you would be reading from me, it will be most probably something that was written after I elevated my vibe because I want to give the best of me to to my tribe. So in order to do that, I have to make sure that I'm coming from a good, bright energy, the best one that I can access for that day. That is the part of my responsibility and I'm quite, 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 quite serious, <laughs> quite responsible with it, right? But then the ways I'm, I'm getting there, as I was saying, are are really very, very guided every day. I believe that we should always listen to our inner guidance. And that is also part of my work with my clients to allow them to tune into their higher guidance so that as I'm telling them, they then become their teacher, their own guru. And that's that so is such a, such a freedom. And, and I, really. I love that because I believe that we are all free spirits and, you know, we came here to create and not just to be rigid, you know. So my morning routine, it's non-negotiable because it always starts with me and pouring into me. But then I'm really flexible in what I'm doing. It's not like, oh, I have to do 25 mantras and read 10 pages of the book and this and this and this. That just really contract us. So my morning routine, it's usually between an hour or two. I know not everybody has it, but even if you have 15 minutes to really pour in yourself and create from that space, it's so beautiful. And like I said, people can really feel your energy. People will be attracted to you because of who you are being and what you are sending out there. So that's so beautiful. You're also creating from that space, Christina. And one last thing I wanted to ask you, what is your advice or what is the last thing on your heart that you would love to give to women who are still working on their money mindset and they look at the reality and it's not matching what they're trying to manifest what would you want them to know oh i would want them to know so many but probably the most important message would be not to allow the past or not even the present to to define what is available for them because everything can shift in one second. <laughs> I literally, my life, I have so many, so many uh, examples from my clients and through my own life that shifted so many times in just one moment. Mm -hmm. And it was the moment when something shifted in me. So I would say 
the inner work is the work, is the most important work. Obviously, also the practical is important, but it's not essential. <laughs> and the essential part is this inner work. Things can shift much easier, much faster than they ever allow themselves to believe. And every moment is a new opportunity that can bring something completely different from what they had just moments ago. Mm, that's so true and that's so beautiful and I love that it's it's this hope of what is doesn't have to be what will be it's it's really empowering and freeing so Christina thank you so much for all your work everything you're doing your time today and if people want to connect with you what is your favorite place to connect well, my, my two favorite places in the world are in Instagram, yep. where, where we also connected, uh, and uh, my website. Mm-hmm. Probably I, it's easier to say, you know, the name of the website, which is yes. simply christinabold.com. And if they want to connect through Instagram, probably you can, you know, leave in the description my Instagram. Yes, beautiful. Yeah, I love Instagram. It's it's so beautiful, like how easy we can connect these days. So again, Christina, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'm so excited that we keep rising this vibration of abundance for all those around us. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for having me. And I honor so much your work. Thank you. 